0: To our week two episode of Big Blue Avenue, it is time for therapy, folks. I'm Tom Scafetta. <laughs> joined alongside Sam Cardona. Sam, how are you doing? And I already regret asking you that because I know the answer. But let's uh, let's <laughs> chat here, why don't we?
1: Physically, I'm fine. Mentally and emotionally. I am not fine. (laughs) Um, I mean, I think that we had a lot of confidence and hope going into that Sunday night game. And my God, was it, there was not an ounce of hope anywhere. Um, Within the first like 30 seconds, there was hope. And then after that, it was just not, not great. Not great.
0: No, not good at all. Um, Before we get into this folks, quick reminder, if you like Sam and I uh, talking New York football giants, we are on several different platforms, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Big Blue Avenue. Appreciate all of your support. Um, And let's get into the meat of the show here tonight. Folks, if you have any questions, comments, thoughts on anything, you know, week one, week two, the season, whatever it may be, Feel free to ask. We're here to help you out, try to get over this terrifying loss. Um, it wasn't even just a loss. It was it was an obliteration. That's what it was. This might have been the worst loss in 40 years. This franchise has suffered. Um,
1: I mean, just the fact that we're the only team in the entire league right now that hasn't put any points on the board, so it's a little sad. Bad.
0: It's so bad. Um Yeah, I don't really know what to say, what to make people feel better about. Um, But what I will say is this is the first time the Giants have been shut out in five years. Uh, Worst offensive line performance in two decades. I mean, let's be real here, Sam. Dallas had seven sacks, but it might as well have been 20. (laughs) Jones was hit 12 times on 35 passing plays, so... He was either hit or sacked on fifty-four percent of his passes. And that is not a rest before, especially against a team like Dallas.
1: Yeah. I mean, just the fact that this is this is one of the more embarrassing parts, is the fact that Micah Parsons, who like has like a podcast now with some sort of something or other. Um, basically came out and was like, I was expecting this line to be blocking me a lot more, but I was hitting Daniel Jones like nobody's business. They really need to be protecting their guy more. And I'm like, how embarrassing is it that the linebacker on the other team has to tell us that we have to protect our quarterback because he touched him too many times? Like, that's just embarrassing. So I just, I I, I mean, I'm I'm upset about it.
0: Mm -hmm. And it doesn't include normal pressures or plays he had a scramble. Jones is pressured on two out of every three snaps, most in the NFL, 13.5% more than any other quarterback. You know, I remind people, uh, let's talk about the offensive line. Mark Lewinsky had a PFF grade of one, (laughs) (laughs) 1.0. Let's talk about him. Oh, my God. Sam, you were out Sunday night. Talk to me. What's going through your mind watching Mark Lewinsky play football?
1: I, first of all, being out at a bar during this game was the most, like, the least fun I've ever had out in my life. Um, People were just booing. And then that's like, and everybody's wearing Giants jerseys. And the thing was, too, the bartender was wearing a Cowboys jersey. And I was like, wow, that's bold of him to be doing right now. And the whole time he's like, woohoo, I'm doing great, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, God, but Mark Lewinsky, dude, like, did you even try? Did you even practice? Like, literally, it seemed like he had never played a snap of football a day in his life, which we obviously know is not true. I mean, talk about Swiss cheese. There wasn't even any cheese. he just he, If he didn't play, it wouldn't have made a difference. It wouldn't have made
0: a difference. And there's plenty of more guys to talk about than just Mark Lewinsky. But I want to spend a few minutes on this guy. 2015, sure. day three pick out of West Virginia. Played with Seattle. Played with the Colts. He was part of the best offensive line in the National Football League in 2018. Mark Lewinsky was good. At one point, he was good with the Colts. That's why Joe Shane gave him a three-year contract. But at 31 years old, I think we have to ask this question. And it's very sad to ask because nine pressures, horrible. One quarterback hit three sacks allowed. Now, granted, Evan Neal was bad, too. John Michael Schmitz had the bad snap on that first drive. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, weather played a factor into that, but I I don't want to use that as an excuse. Does Mark Lewinsky need to be replaced? And if so, when? And this question isn't just for you, Sam. This is for everybody. But I'll start with your thoughts here on this because I know you're very passionate about this one.
1: Um, I know that I texted you earlier this week because I saw that the Bengals had released um, Collins, who is obviously somebody who we are familiar with. And I was like, I don't even care. I don't even care. Drop Lewinsky. Bring in Leo Collins. Like, I, I was like... It was, like, immediate reaction. Um, Personally, you know, I'm interested to see how he's going to play on Sunday against a, quote-unquote, lower-tiered team of the Cardinals. Because, like, if we have another game looking like that against a team like the Cardinals, then we're in huge trouble and we're in a lot more of a hole than we thought we were. And at that point, like, two weeks in, the fact that we already have to start making changes, not good. Um, so I personally right now in this moment in time and me being emotional and heated, yes, I think he needs to be replaced. If he puts on a better performance next week, sure, it'll be reconsidered, but at this moment in time, I don't even want to see him out on the field again.
0: Well, the bad news about that is he will start on Sunday at right guard. The good news is we're playing the Cardinals who don't have as They have a solid pass rush, believe it or not, even without Isaiah there anymore, but Mm -hmm. it's not as good as Dallas. It's not even close. It doesn't compare. Um, Does Mark Lewinsky need to be replaced? My answer to this question is yes, but right now with Andrew Thomas hurt, I don't think you could ill afford to bench him because his replacement might be starting at left tackle on Sunday against Arizona, and that's Josh Azudu, who I'm not too high on either, but right now, A 23-year-old Josh Azudu can't be worse than a 31-year-old Mark Lewinsky who had the worst game of his professional career and possibly ever. Mm -hmm. Um, However, I will say this. People have gone a little bit too far about this. They commented on one of his Instagram photos um, (laughs) saying they would not like him to protect them if they were hunting because he would not be able to protect them well. Um, For those of you folks who don't know, Mark Lewinsky likes to hunt. That's one of his hobbies when he's not playing football. That's what he likes to do. He's an outdoors guy. Well, folks, as much as we despise Mark Lewinsky's performance as the football player on Sunday, um, this was not appropriate. I just want to call that out. This is way too far. Giants social media is so darn toxic.
1: Incredible. I mean,
0: if you want him benched, fine. We all want him benched. I mean, I don't think there's many people that don't at this point. But yeah, don't don't go after him personally. It's not appropriate. He he's trying. He's just not good. That's the reality of the situation.
1: Yeah. At the end of the day, there's no reason to be commenting on a picture that you said what was what posted like five years ago.
0: Yeah, he hasn't posted in like, that. like a year. So.
1: Oh okay, but still, there, there like, you go. It's a little excessive And you're right New York Giants specifically Social media is just like The worst I, yeah. I hate being on Giants Twitter And Giants Instagram
0: Absolutely It's definitely a toxic world and culture out there What's up Tudo? Massive salutes and respects To Tommy and Sam uh, It was the powder cheese The Parmesan cheese <laughs> I see where he's going there Okay <laughs> I'd like that, Tuto. Um, Larry Johnson. Hey, Larry, congrats on the win. All right? Yeah. He got us. You got us. This is a humbling, humiliating moment, but I will say this. Um, we will see you again this season, probably to lose again, but we won't lose by 40 points this time. I can guarantee yeah. you that.
1: I'd like to think that, that. We'll, we'll put up points next time we play the Cowboys.
0: Yes, I'd like to think we'll – will lose by single digits, uh, hopefully, next time around. But hopefully. Next up, Evan Neal. Is he an NFL offensive tackle? I say it's too soon to make that call, but right now I'm trending towards no. I mean, He has to improve quickly. Sam, eight pressures, one sack allowed. Bad.
1: Yeah, incredibly bad. Um, and we obviously were very high on Neal coming into – I mean, the entire – NFL was high on Neal coming into the draft. It's not like he was like some 7th round pick that we got later on like no, he was a first round pick that a lot of people had their eyes on. And the fact that Evan Neal like we saw him starting to struggle last year and going into this year, I was anticipating, I don't know if my hopes were just too high or my expectations are too high, but I was expecting to see a much better performance out of him. I mean, yes, granted, you know, we, we're we're over-exaggerating on, on NFL week one. But I just, I was anticipating him to be a whole lot better. And even you've said it in the past, like, he needs to lose weight. He needs to be fitter. He needs to be that corner on the line. And right now he's not doing it. And, I mean, he was amazing at Alabama. But being in New York, it's, I don't know, it's, no, something's not clicking. And, I, and I'm not sure what it is, but there's something missing here.
0: No, absolutely. I think he might be better suited off as a guard, but I want to give him the chance the rest of this season to prove that he's a tackle because right now Andrew Thomas is hurt. We really shouldn't even be having this conversation yet about him switching positions, but it's fair to ask the question based off his performances. It is fair, but if there's a switch, Sam, I think it'll happen during the offseason. That's not something they mm-hmm. could do to this kid midseason, but six seven is awfully tall for a guard. I will say that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, although we have seen tall players do it in the past. um, Right. Let's evaluate DJ and the offense. So, I don't know about you, Sam. First drive is going good. Barkley's running the ball. Jones is running the ball. All right, he's under some pressure. He's not getting, like, 10, 20-yard throws down the field, but they're moving the football. That's all you can ask. Mm -hmm. And then the false start by Andrew Thomas, which is very uncharacteristic of him leads to the bad snap on John Michael Schmitz. And for those of you folks bashing the dead ball snap, he doesn't dead ball snap when Jones goes under center. He only does dead ball snap when he's in the shotgun formation. And basically folks, that is the bottom of the nose of the football is dead on the ground, right? He doesn't do that when Jones is right under him. There's no reason to, um, it was a bad play. Yes. Was weather involved? Maybe, probably. Um, There was more good than bad, I thought, for John Michael Schmitz. I I thought he was fine. I don't think he was the big issue at all, Sam. I think, you know, Glowinski and Neil really shat the bed. And Thomas was playing hurt, which really affected uh, Big Blue's offense altogether last night. And it led to this atrocious performance. But your thoughts on JMS's first uh, career start?
1: Listen, that was your first start in the NFL. And if... It's not raining. I know we were saying we're not giving the weather excuse, but if it's not raining, there's a very high possibility that that's not happening. That he's, you know, worked this entire off-season making sure something like that doesn't happen, and I'm sure he was nervous and and it happens, but I'm I think that, you know, it's the first game for a rookie. You know, we got to work with him a little bit here. I'm sure it'll periodically get better um especially, you know, with um Uh, improvements that we, not that I hope we're going to make, that we will be making, because if we don't, it's not good. Um, The improvements that we will be making as a team, as a whole, but specifically on the line that I'm not worried about John Michael Schmitz. I I feel like it was, it's nerves, it's weather, um, you know, it's it's, it's a lot of different. you, You have freaking Micah Parsons coming at you. I know you're a big guy, but it's, it's not an easy thing to do So um, I, I'm not worried about him And in terms of DJ I, And I know you'll agree with me when I say this Like I know that he, he had some some tough things this game But like this is not all of his fault It really isn't And we will always defend Daniel Jones Unless he really does something terrible But at the end of the day With the, with the line that he has He can't, he can't do what he needs to do Because DJ needs time and he's, he was not granted any any time at all on Sunday.
0: Every quarterback needs time, too. I mean, look, week one, Patrick Mahomes, his receivers weren't sure. doing well. You know, he had an offensive line. That offensive line, that false started on every single play. Joe Burrow uh-huh. threw for 82 yards. I know he was hurt, but it's just crazy how Daniel Jones gets all this crap. And I'll be the first to say it. Daniel Jones had a bad game Sunday. But so did yep. the rest of the football team. Okay, correct that pick six right to to Barkley. That's not on Jones. That was a good play by Dallas. He Barkley couldn't hold on to the ball. The ball goes flying, and they return it for a touchdown. Um, the pick to Stephon Gilmore—that's on him. But from DJ's perspective, at that point, Giants are down big, probably twenty nothing, twenty six nothing. I forget what it was. He's trying mm-hmm. to force the ball down the field. And he's probably just, Sam, I'll be honest with you. I think his mindset is, screw it. Let me just try to make a play and try to yak it in there. And that's why the pick happened.
1: (laughs) My build, then it just fell down. Oh, man.
0: (laughs) What a week it's been. I did go through a
1: bit of, um, I went through like a fit of rage yesterday while I was filming my other uh, podcast, Unsolicited, with, Um, our resident Eagles fans, Sporty Jordy, and I I ripped down my pennants, and now they won't stick anymore. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, you know what? I I would like to see that live, and I'm sure the folks would too. Let's plug that, Sam. Where can people see you ripping down the Giants (laughs) and the Bills flag pennants?
1: Yeah, if you guys are interested... In listening to me talk some more football, um, we also talk about some pop culture things and other things going on in the world. Um, you can check out Unsolicited Podcast uh, with Sam and Jordan, uh, hosted by me and Sporty Jordy. Um, yeah, we're on YouTube and podcasting platforms at The Unsolicited Podcast. Um, and you can follow us at the unsolicited underscore podcast everywhere um so it's uh it was a fun time jordan jordan really uh she was a little concerned for me but i i needed to get it out and i put them back up because you know i'm not going to just bail out on my team on week one but i needed to get a little bit of, of rage out because i was incredibly angry
0: Absolutely. I don't blame you. And I don't blame Noah for posting this. A fitting representation of the Bills losing to Zachary.
1: (laughs) Hey, maybe that's a sign. Maybe like the Giants are still standing, but the Bills fell. We're bringing this clip back if that's true.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Dallas owns the Giants. It's hard to go against the Giants week one. You know, the, the team improved talent wise. A lot of people are saying they bridged the gap against Dallas. Yeah, it's a learning curve. We were wrong, but. I mean, I don't think fans were wrong to think that the Giants had a shot to win that game based off of what happened last year, the offseason. I know a lot of people who thought the Giants the were going to win game. on Sunday. Mm-hmm.
1: Because it was Middle not a crazy too. thought
0: at the time. No, it, it wasn't a crazy thought, but we were wrong. It just, I, I again, I agree. I don't think it was a crazy thought at all. Now it seems like a crazy thought, but again, and... This is where I think the NFL games are won and lost on things like this. Right. The weather is horrible. The field goal gets blocked. You know, poor assignment protection. They return it for a touchdown. Right. If that play doesn't happen, if the play before the John Michael Schmitz play doesn't happen, the whole trajectory of the game could have been changed. I'm not saying we would have won. I doubt we would have won, but the game would have been much closer than 40 to nothing. Uh, you know, Dak's, Dak wasn't exposed enough. You know, he wasn't exposed to potentially making mistakes. Like Brian Atard said last week, Dallas's offense was off the field for majority of this game, quite frankly. Uh, you know, and they had a short field several times. The Giants defense did not look bad at all. Uh, they had some bad plays, but there was more good than bad from their defense. Bobby Okereke had a forced fumble. Um, The bad for the defense, Sam, I thought there was no pass rush. Thibodeau and Ojolari were non-existent. Non-existent. Um, And then Dexter Lawrence was really the only one that stood out on the defensive front. So there's that. Mm -hmm.
1: For sure.
0: Um, But, oh, and then another thing I wanted to mention, Darren Waller.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's that hamstring is
0: going to. Uh, you could tell he he wasn't hundred percent. You can just tell and, he had three catches and, for thirty six yards.
1: And it's not even like a traditional hamstring. It has to do with his nerves, which is like really scary to think about. Um, you know, it's not just a muscle thing that can be rehabbed in any way. Like it seems seems not great. I mean. I'm, it's, I'm sure it'll fix – I don't It's. I'm know how it works. I don't know how it works. But, yeah, he did not yeah, look
0: I'll be honest. like
1: the person I was anticipating him to be as well.
0: I'm with you. I don't know how these hamstring injuries work either. I, I would love to tell you and say he's going to be fine the rest of the season, but I can't guarantee you that. In fact, I probably predict that he's going to miss some time this season – or games, you know, if he gets banged up a little bit, but he led all Giants receivers in receiving. um, I mean, with 36 yards, 15. Yeah. Only 36 yards and only five completions were to wide receivers. Only five.
1: Well, I'm, I just, uh, I just pulled up a quick article just to see, you know, where we were at with that. And apparently he doesn't seem very concerned about it at all. Um, He said, nah, I'm playing on Sunday. Um, They asked him if they were concerned, if they were going to be concerned about it moving forward. He said, no, not really. So I don't know if he's just saying that for the media, but sounds like it's not a huge concern.
0: Yeah, Um, I don't know. I'll have to see what happens, but I, I do appreciate Waller's confidence Again, special teams was bad. The lamb 49 yard catch. That was just a freakish miscommunication. Between Adoree and uh, McKinney, the Cowboys had three rushing touchdowns. Daniel Jones threw his first pick six of his career, and it wasn't even his fault. That's how funny that is. Um, how goes it, Daniel Bakley? Well. It's going. Uh, it is going. Uh, I hope your team has the best of luck tonight. Philadelphia. Uh, not really, but appreciate <laughs> the comment. But at least you have Notre Dame. Oh, boy. James Montefusco, what's up, James? Can you guarantee that we score on Sunday? Yes, we will score on Sunday. I guarantee it.
1: I love that confidence. I love
0: that confidence. Yeah. I, I like we Barkley to score. I like Barkley to score. I like Hodgins. I'd like Graham Gino to, to kick
1: a field goal.
0: Graham Gano, yeah. What do you know? Uh, luckily, you play the worst team in the NFL week, too. Yeah, I, I, I agree, Noah. I agree. Otherwise, I would have us losing to most other teams. Comment here from Robert. Uh, Robert, appreciate you commenting. This coaching is stupid like Buffalo. We have a great running back in Barkley. Run the damn ball all day until this O-line learns how to pass block. If ever, Tudo comestai. <laughs> hope I said that right um yeah Robert and Tuto are buddies you know and you got, you got the Paisan syndrome uh <laughs> look I I don't think Dable is stupid and we'll get to him next that'll be the last part of week one I promise folks I mean this is I mean you really have to break this down um Kafka was stupid in my opinion um mm-hmm. As far as not giving Barkley the ball, Kafka's the one calling the plays. Yes, Stable's the head coach, and he's signing off on all this. But, yeah, they should have ran the football. They should have ran. They can't pass protect. And for all the Daniel Jones haters out there, this is exactly what I was saying last season. Why are the Giants running the football a lot and not throwing? It's not because they don't trust Daniel Jones. They don't trust the five guys in front of him. Well, four, I should say, except for Andrew Thomas. So what else should I say? You know, this is a great point, Robert. I appreciate you bringing this up. Thomas McGaughey stinks. I mean, for some reason, Gary Brightwell still on the roster. Don't even get me started with him. Uh, Shane Lemieux was a healthy scratch. Uh, he should be dressed next week, ready to go. Maybe he should replace Glowinski.
1: Why not? Why not?
0: I don't know. I thought we were the worst team, though. At least you were honest. Yeah. I mean, it's all right, Daniel. I don't like you guys. You don't like us, but I I respect you guys. I respect you.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Sam, we do have some tea. Yeah. Before we preview the Week Two game. There's two topics. The first one, I'm sure you know about. The Kadarius Tony. Comments, you know, bad week for him. Three drops, one catch for maybe a yard. Deletes social media, comes back and says a couple comments about Giants fans. Do we live rent free in his head and why?
1: 100%. 100%. And I think it's just because. He was anticipating something else going into New York for whatever reason. He's probably also has a huge ego because he went in the first round of the draft where he 100% didn't need to go. Um, Like, you are not a first-round talent. You just happen to be picking the first round because Gettleman chose you there. We're stupid.
0: I'm stupid for celebrating that pick while everyone else was like, what the hell?
1: I mean, you're not stupid for it. He's an, he is a good wide receiver. He's a good wide receiver, but his attitude is just horrible. Man. And, like, the fact that if you came out and on Thursday night and you, like, dominated the field and then this happened and then he said all those things, I obviously still wouldn't have liked it, but we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. You had yeah. three drops from one of the best quarterbacks in the yeah. league, if not the best quarterback in the league, which I, yeah, we'll say he's the best quarterback in the league. Like you don't have, you don't have the right. You have the audacity to say things like that. And I just really, I just dislike him so much. So
0: much. Yeah. Um, look, I don't hate anybody, but I strongly dislike him as a person off the field. I personally dislike him. Tony, And I'm not afraid to admit that. If he's watching right now, you know what? I'd, I'd say it to his face. I would say it to his face. Um, look, the other thing I, I want to I mention, and this wasn't as big of a deal. Obviously, you know, Michael Kay, the voice of the New York Yankees TV, play-by-play, respectable gentleman, but, you know, he's done some questionable things this week and his comments towards Brian Dable saying that he threw a rager the night before the Giants got smashed by Dallas 40 to nothing, and it turns out they had a small gathering slash party for Dable's son's six-year-old birthday. It was his son's sixth birthday party.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, again, Kay crossed the line. What do you think, Sam? I mean, this is just a bad look. This is another example of – media professionals not doing their proper research and fact-checking things.
1: Yeah, it's really, that. I love Michael K. like, as a Yankee fan, too. Um, he's been around forever. He's the voice of the Yankees in, in my lifetime. Um, mm-hmm. And seeing this, is, it made me, like, come on, Michael, like, you know better than that. You know, you're more of a professional to look into something before you start, excuse my French, talking shit about it. Um, like you, like I was surprised because it doesn't, it's, it's not an, a thing that Michael K will do very often. Um, we did talk about this earlier this week. He did apologize on air, say like, yes, I should have done more research. I should have done this. I should have done that. Um, so you should have, but you didn't. And then a bunch of people definitely heard what you said and then didn't hear the fact that it's not true. So there are people probably walking around right now thinking Brian Dable threw a rager the night before. Like, who's to say that they find the correct information there? So it's not good. I mean, spreading misinformation on, especially on a big platform like that's never good, so not not a fan of that.
0: No, but at least he did somewhat own it. he, admitted he made a mistake. He apologized, yeah. but like you said, there's there's definitely more negative than good that comes out of that. Um, all right, let's wrap week one up. Our week one key takeaway, Sam, um, I thought the rookies looked good at corner. I know Banks left early with an injury, which I totally missed because the team was just so bad. Um, I know we had that one P.I. and Hawkins had a penalty too, but they held their own against great receivers and Cooks and Lamb and Gallup. Gallup had Mm -hmm. just one one catch. Mike and McFadden, too. In pass coverage, he's very underrated, in my opinion. He was going up against Jake Ferguson. McFadden led the team in tackles. He had 11. He had one tackle for loss. And it's not just like he was getting beaten coverage and making tackles off of that. He was stopping the run. He was throwing his body on the line. He learned a lot from Bobby O this offseason, who had a okay game himself. So, yeah, there were some positives to talk about here defensively that I think we can carry over into Arizona this Sunday.
1: For sure. Whether or not we're able to offensively do what we need to do between the line, between us struggling just in passing in general, um, I always feel like we can rely on our defense for a better game. Um, I, I just, I think that they did what they needed to do. And while it wasn't the best defensive game we've ever had, like, I, I feel like it, you know, for, for all we know, if it wasn't a good game, they could have beaten us 60 to nothing. Um, I mean, not to say 40 points isn't a lot of points because it is. Um, but defense for us, especially the rookies starting out in their first game, it could have been a lot worse.
0: Yeah, I, I do agree. Leonard Williams was nonexistent, though. Highest paid player this season, that is. Not on the roster, but this season, Big Cat, highest paid. Didn't do much. Key take. Get back on track. That was a fluke game for him. Oh, and Bobby Johnson has to get fired. You know, we're talking about the players. Well, the coach is is just as guilty as the players. I mean, this was, in my opinion, they hired him because he coached in Buffalo. They, they need to get somebody new, Sam. He is not cutting it for me. Uh, he's got to go. I mean, Glowinski and like Neil should not, this development for Evan Neil should not be this slow and concerning. Yeah. And Glowinski should not be this bad either. Like, I think the coaching is seriously a problem that's causing these players to look worse than what they actually are. I, I, by no means am I saying Glow is good. I'm not. But I mean, to look like the worst guard at your position in the NFL to have a tackle that was picked number seven overall, who looks like he was picked 177. No. Bobby Johnson got to (laughs) go.
1: Yeah, I mean, we I've always I've always been the advocate for when Shane and Dable showed up, I was like, yeah, just bring the whole Buffalo bills down here. You know, like I, I, you know me, I I mean the pennant's gone, but you know, like I love the bills. Um, But I agree. It's, it's, it just doesn't work here. It's not working here. So it's, this is not the place for him. And I agree. Like I said, I expected Evan Neal to be so much better this year and I'm not seeing that yet which is so surprising because after your first year in the league, coming into your sophomore year, you should be at least 25% better than what you were before. And he's, he, it, In fact, it looks kind of like he got worse somehow. So, I don't know.
0: It's almost like he's unprepared every week. Um, but we know that's not fully the case. Even an Eagles fan agrees that Kadarius Toney should just keep his mouth quiet. Yeah, thank you. Brian Attard, what's up, BA? Sam passive aggressively showing her (laughs) anger with the team by not wearing any gear tonight. Ah.
1: Brian, I'm glad you said that because it's 100% true. I purposely didn't wear any Giants gear tonight. I went with a very neutral color because that's how mad I am. So you hit the nail on the head there.
0: Um, if I could be honest for a second, that thought also crossed my mind. But I thought, I, I just, I, I don't know. I had a feeling you might do it, so I, I don't want to do it too.
1: You know, I have, I, you know, have the stuff, so it's still here after I yeah. ripped it down. But I put it back. But yeah, going into today, I was like, you know what? They don't deserve my Giants t-shirt today. I'm not wearing it. So we still love only.
0: the New York Giants.
1: We do. We still love
0: the Giants. It's never going to change. Like we're in it through and through. But I'm just uh, so angry. I don't blame you. I am wearing Victor Cruz. It's not like I'm wearing any, you know, current players.
1: I mean, I have I have Victor on my water bottle.
0: That's so right.
1: Tom gave me this sticker.
0: I did. That was a little uh that that was a little gift there and um, folks, want to quickly remind everybody that tonight is the 12 year anniversary of review and preview the show. So appreciate you all tuning in, um, and celebrating with us as well. Just got a reminder from James to plug that, so I am plugging it. Um, September 14th, 2011. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. So happy it's gotten to 12 years and hopefully many more. Uh, I think it's my sixth. No, seventh. Seventh year. Holy crap. Yeah, yeah wow. seven for me. So part of this brand, this lovely brand. So appreciate all the support and all the comments tonight. Kevin, what's up, Kevin? I agree. I expect them more from the Giants defense and offense. On Sunday, Tony needs to be focusing on catching football. So, yeah. Yep. For sure. Happy 12 years. Thank you, Daniel. Let's get to our player of the week. I'm done with this game. I'm, I'm sure you yep. are as well. Sarah.
1: Yes. Let's, let's move on.
0: Dexter Lawrence is our player of the week.
1: He sure is.
0: That's the worst. Break it down for us, please.
1: So, yeah, Sexy Dexy, we we uh, we went back and forth for a little bit about who we wanted to have as our player of the week. Um, I'm pretty sure Tom mentioned Jamie Gillen at one point um, on Sunday because that's how many players we actually were considering. But <laughs> Dexter Lawrence, 82.1 PFF grade last week, and he was the highest graded New York Giants defense player. Um, and he had four tackles and two quarterback hits last week. He played 37 snaps. 16-run defense, 21-pass rush, and the big Pollard run came after um, he wasn't on the field anymore. So that wasn't his fault. But overall, in a very, very tough week one loss, Dexter Lawrence was our shining light.
0: There you have it, folks. Thank you very much for that, Sam. He was one of the... uh... Better players. Week two, Amani Orawarie had a scary incident in practice yesterday. He is okay. Uh, um, Glad to hear that. Uh, Similar situation to Tommy Sweeney, unfortunately. Tommy Sweeney is still recovering on the non football injury list. um, For those of you who were wondering, Um, Giants worked out, former Bills and Raiders. Kick returner Andre Roberts and former Ravens receiver James Prochet. Giants did not bring in any offensive linemen for workouts this week. Bummer. Um, although that could change. Week two. Oh, boy. <sighs> I think the only bright part of how tonight, Sam, is we get to play the worst team on paper in the NFL this week
1: i i mean i I mean I agree on paper, worst team, but I got to give Josh Dobbs a lot of credit i mean Kyler's been Kyler first of all, Kyler Murray has lost all of my respect to be honest with you i don't even i i did like him in the beginning, but I'm really like he's just so annoying now um but Josh Dobbs mm-hmm. like did what he needed to do for the Cardinals, you know he's not the best quarterback ever, but he did what he needed to do. And I talked about this on unsolicited with Jordan. I should not be scared to be going into the guaranteed win game that we had over the offseason, being nervous about whether or not we're gonna win this game. Cause I am.
0: Oh, so you're you're that nervous we, we might not win. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't blame you one bit. I don't. I, I'm I'm concerned. Yeah, I'm.
1: I th- like just if there were just a shred of anything good that happened on Sunday, like that first thirty seconds of the game, I'd be like, okay. I mean, so maybe, but at this point, right now, I hate to doubt them, but I until I actually see it, I I can't. They have I can't to earn.
0: Basically, earn Sam's respect back. Basically. R- right now, it seems like they don't have it, though. No? So. They don't have much for me either, no. but I will say, Giants are favored by four on the road. Uh, last meeting, twenty twenty, folks, everybody remembers the game where Patrick Graham broke Seattle. Giants were in first place, riding high with the Joe Judge led team, and you know what? We're we're just spewing stuff on the show last night. Yeah. Um. Or tonight, I should say. Joe Judge would have never left Daniel Jones in there to (laughs) try that that late. Just saying. uh, People are putting hot takes this week out and throwing clickbait out there. That's my clickbait. (laughs) What Brian Dable did on Sunday, Joe Judge would have never done that.
1: I mean, but it's true. Why was he still in the game? Dable's superior
0: coach, obviously. (laughs)
1: Why why was he still in the
0: game, though? I don't know. He wanted a spark. But in shitty weather a left tackle is dealing with a hamstring injury he's getting drilled every play it's one thing if you're down 40 nothing and you're not getting hit every play and you want to get more reps in there that's fine i i'm not going to bash him for it but i disagree with him for it yeah if jones got hurt it would have looked a lot worse he's lucky he did he's very lucky he came out of that game with a clean bill of health. he's very fortunate
1: with, that, with, the, with the rain and the turf or the artificial grass, whatever, um, which we didn't even talk about, really. No. It um, was the, the state of the field and how it's just set ablaze, the internet. But actually, I was just remembering the last time. I remember when we played Seattle three years ago and we won. And I remember that week on my podcast, I had Chris Guzzo, the entertainer, on and we were both like, we're gonna beat, we're gonna beat the Cardinals. Like we're riding a high right now. We're gonna beat the Cardinals. And then we went into that game and it was just awful, just horrible.
0: <laughs> yep, that was the Arizona game. Uh, Cardinals have won four straight meetings against the Giants, dating back to 2011. That's when the Giants last beat the Cardinals, 31 to 27. Little Victor Cruz game for you there, number 80. That's who I'm donning tonight. Giants lead the all time series. It's crazy. Before every, a lot of people forget this, Sam. Before the divisional realignment in 2002, folks, the Cardinals were in the NFC East. Oh my God,
1: (laughs) that's right.
0: So the Giants have a lot of games against this team. They're 80 46 and two all time against the Cardinals. Will Hernandez' revenge game for Arizona, Isaiah Simmons' revenge game for New York. Obviously, the Giants got Isaiah Simmons. And I'll say this. You were mentioning about Josh Dobbs before, Sam. He didn't look too bad last week, but he's having a lot of similar issues that we are. Uh, he lost two fumbles. His offensive line is not good at all. And he got sacked three times. But what they did do well is run the football. James Conner looked good. Average four and a half yeah. yards of carry. And they only lost by four. They only lost by four. So... Definitely better than us. Uh, it, <laughs> that is better than us. He kept Jones in the game because he was embarrassed, and rightfully so. He and his staff didn't have this team prepared. Embarrassed as a coach to go from DJ to Tyrod Taylor again, this is another good point. This is another good point. I somewhat agree with you here on on this, Robert. Um, I do see Brian Dable's argument for keeping him in the game. I do. My argument against Brian Dable is he's getting hit every single freaking play, and I don't want to lose him for the rest of the season. I'm not going out there and saying, oh, my God, Dable, put him on the hot seat. No, that's that's delusional. That's del- delusional. I would be shocked, like utterly shocked if Dable's not coaching this team in 2024. He will be. I'll, I'll, I'll say oh, that. Yeah. There's no way. Okay. They- There's absolutely no way Joe Shane does anything there with that. It was one game. It's such an overreaction with New York fans.
1: It is. But that's, like, because we only have that one game. So we're, like, going to be like, wow. And I think what it was, too, was if this happened during, like, the 1 o'clock slate, it would be still bad. But, like, everybody was watching this game. Like, during the 1 o'clock slate, there are obviously people who aren't watching, they're watching other games, or they're watching Red Zone, so they're not catching every play. So the fact that it was on national television um, on Sunday Night Football, the first Sunday Night game of the year, that's where the embarrassment lies. Is that every, It was like everybody saw it, and that's, that's what makes me, I think, as angry as I am.
0: I'm with you. Everyone saw it. That's where it really sucks. But this is an Isaiah Simmons revenge game. Sam, before we get into our keys of the game, any uh, little fun facts or any, 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 just any general thoughts you want to add before we really dissect the Giants' path to victory on Sunday or uh, how they can get there?
1: I, I think that I think we're just ready to hop in and see where we're at with, with the Cardinals because at this point, now that we're done talking about Week 1, I, I don't, I don't want to talk about Week 1 at no. all. But I, I think nope. Isaiah Simmons will probably have a little bit of uh, fun at this game, but I can't imagine it being like this crazy revenge game.
0: Yeah. no, I'm, I'm with you 100%. Uh, so I guess I'll, I'm just very passionate about this key, so I'm just going to reveal this right off the bat. Protecting Jones. Just protect Daniel Jones, <laughs> <Just> protect <laughs> Daniel Jones Okay uh the giants o-line seven sacks worst offensive line performance folks since i started watching this team in late 2002 okay and i saw trey junkin with a bad snap okay i saw all that happen i saw the terrible protection that Kerry collins got up front it was not as bad as what we saw on full display sunday night it was horrible it was horrible um we might have a new starting left tackle this week. Now, Andrew Thomas did practice on a limited basis today, but I don't expect him to play Sunday. Josh Azudu, 275 snaps at left tackle in his final year at UNC. Also played 124 snaps at right tackle in 2020. Again, Cardinals defense had six sacks last week, so I am very concerned about that. Sam Howell was pressured on 53% of his pass attempts. Robert's going to say, they can't row. They suck. Well, you're right. You're <laughs> right. But it's my job to provide people hope at the same time being transparent with you. And right mm-hmm. now they suck. But they might not get exposed as much this or this week. So, yeah. you know. I agree. Yeah. What is your first key to the game? against Arizona? Um,
1: against Arizona, just the fact that, like I said, it's a, it's not the Cowboys' defense. It's the Cardinals' defense. So this is not going to be, I'd like to think, as bad. But, you know, if we can nickel and dime down the field, if we can get, you know, a seven-yard pass, a four-yard run, you know, just, just make your way down in terms of that. I have a feeling we get on the board a lot more than what we think we will be. You know, work with this team, work with the the weaknesses of this defense to get points on the board because if we just keep getting down the field and kicking field goals, well, that would be great for my fantasy team because I have Graham Cano. Um, it's not going to be good for the Giants as a whole. I would just genuinely just find the weaknesses, work with it, get down the field score points because that's the defense could be amazing this entire game. Like, and I have a feeling it will be like, we're going to see a great defense this weekend. Um, But offensively that's, that's the struggle, but that, and that's where we need them the most because they have to score the points. So I would say, I would say just, don't go crazy, Daniel Jones. Don't get in your head. Don't feel like you need to make these amazing plays. Don't run 87 yards unless you can. Um, just do what you got to do, you know? Like, yeah. just, just get down the field and score points. Like, don't make it a show. Just just win a game, please. For for my mental state, I would appreciate it very much.
0: In other words, key to the game, win. Yeah. Uh, be Giants. <laughs>
1: but mostly wow. like you know don't don't be cra- like we don't need these big yeah. giant things to happen like we just need just just your little plays here and there get Saquon you know he he can run as much as he possibly can
0: Giants fans since 1956 wow yeah it's it's a, a very long time robert um yeah i mean seeing it through and through Bobby Johnson's got to go. If if I'm able, I I, I talk to Shane about firing him um, before we get into more divisional games because this is bad. I mean, if it was up to me, I'd let him go right now. Just win and get out of the game healthy and safe. Saquon will also have a good game if we get him going early. Uh, They're going to run the ball 40 times on Sunday. They're going to run the ball 40 times. And play good defense you know yeah that's it Barkley that's it. no Andrew Thomas they're not capable of getting the ball down the field and they have to win the turnover battle too that's that's another thing they have to win the turnover battle I think Hodgins had a fumble last week so you know going up against the Cardinals defense you know guys like Dennis Gardeck, Zayvon Collins, Buda um, Baker too Buda is probably the best player on that team
1: um, yeah, he is.
0: Yeah, he's he's very good. Plays next to another safety in Kavon Wallace, who we know very well, former Philadelphia Eagle. Uh, I expect to see Isaiah Simmons exploited a lot more, though, try to pressure Josh Dobbs. I think another thing, too, Sam, I want to see what Wink can do with Kavon and Simmons on the field at the same time. I don't think we saw enough of that last week. I know Aziz is a little banged up right now. So if you can get the three of them on the field together at the same time, I would love to see that personally.
1: I feel like, yeah, I feel like that would mean some pretty serious business, mm-hmm. right? Like And, and again, I'm not going into this game anticipating like a blowout win, but like we could kind of work with it a little bit in this game with a – you know, with the Cardinals being the team that they are. Um, I, I, I would love to see that. Honestly, I want more Isaiah Simmons. I want to see more of Isaiah Simmons. Cause I feel like his potential has not been unlocked yet.
0: I agree. I, I do. I do agree. I, I would like to see more of Isaiah Simmons. And I, I think he's one of my players to watch on Sunday. He knows this offense through and through going up against it in practice. Um, you know, can get creative in some blitz packages he can step back into coverage you know he can help out the linebackers Dexter Lawrence as well I really think he's going to be an x-factor sim as far as getting to the quarterback in Josh Dobbs who he he's not super mobile compared to you know their previous quarterback Kyler Murray so I'm intrigued to see what happens uh, as far as that goes so I think that should be fairly interesting and Will Deontay Banks play 100%? That's another question, too. I, I'm, I got my eyes on him going up against Hollywood Brown, Rondale Moore. The Cardinals don't have door-dash wide receivers. They're, they have respectable, legitimate wide receivers on their roster.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. You know? but
0: Ertz, too. We can't cover Zach Ertz.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, he's a tight end. <laughs> they 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 haven't figured that out yet. But Zach Ertz really didn't look like I I didn't see a lot from Zach Ertz either um on the Cardinal side. Um but my my Giants player to watch I would say is Saquon because like we said they're going to be running the ball like nobody's business on Sunday. Um and then I also want to keep my eye on Evan Neal and just see if we're going to go into this game and, and if there's no any sort of light that he has done any better since last year, then my concerns are going to start to set in even more than they already are because I I want to see him develop. I want to see his ability to be a right tackle, get better. And if we're not seeing that against the Cardinals, then I have a feeling it's, it's not going to be a lot this season. And I don't want to wait till next season. Or next off season. That's so far away. So we'll we'll see what happens.
0: Changes have to be made, um, for sure. We have an argument going on in the comments section, but uh, more of a discussion. But um, I do agree with you, Robert. You got to face the problem, and you got to deal with it. Um, You know, I mean, beating a dead horse is one thing, but again, it's it's just they played bad whoever this uh, Fuquay steve guy is they played bad you know like i'm sorry you feel this way but they played bad like do you not expect us to call that out oh, we can't be you know 100% biased here we have to be real there's a real chance they could lose to arizona this week and everyone's on notice even the coaches even the premier skill position players there's a real chance they lose this game i don't think they do But there is a chance. Um, There is a chance every week. But the reason why I think there's a real good chance, folks, for the Giants to bounce back, Sam, and I think you know what I'm going to talk about here is Daniel Jones coming off a loss. He is great. A 7-1-1 record. Uh, 69.8% completion percentage. You know, he throws the ball well. Turnover free. And I want to go over this. Nine touchdowns to no picks. Coming off a loss in his last nine games. Over a 100 rating and four touchdowns. So if you do the math, that's 13 total touchdowns and no turnovers. That, That includes no fumbles. Lost, by the way. So I got my eyes on him.
1: Yeah. You know, I actually, I didn't realize that stat was as strong as it was. And, you know, I've been... I've been talking about how much I don't think the Giants are going to win next week, but that's a pretty, it's a pretty strong stat. And I, as someone who really thinks Daniel Jones can be that guy, if Daniel Jones is our savior this weekend, I'd be okay with that.
0: And Saquon has to run the ball all over. Uh, you know, 1,300 yards last year. How's he going to perform? You know, some contract disputes in the offseason was solid last week when he was used. He couldn't be used much because we were down by so much. That, that's what sucks uh, about losing this bat, you know. They couldn't use Waller much. Barkley, Jones was all over. He couldn't display, you know, his skills and his uh, playbook in the offense. They couldn't operate. They didn't have time to make plays. Yeah. Um, but, Sam, who for the Cardinals do you think could cause the Giants some problems? Because I, I think I might know, I'm not going to assume, but I think, you know, this. maybe this is me trying to talk you out of some things for our last segment of the show, but it's okay if I don't. Um, who do you have your eye on Arizona saying, yeah, the Giants are going to have a lot of issues with him?
1: I feel like. Their strongest player, like we mentioned before it, it, it right now, I feel like falls on john- james connor like i I feel like their run is something that was really carrying them last week um Josh Dobbs as well like I said, played as good as he could have as a backup quarterback um But James Conner is like like he—he's someone that we should be familiar with at this point too. Um, So preparing for that should be, you would think, like pretty textbook. Um, But also at the end of the day, you know who knows that far run defense just kind of falls apart because we've had struggles with that in the past.
0: Yeah, it looked better on Sunday night though. Like, yeah, I know Pollard had a few breakthroughs, but when the starters were in there, it looked good. <sighs> Zaven Collins, another guy that scares me too. Um, uh, yeah, transitioning to edge. Remember when he got drafted? Yeah, I thought he got drafted early, like early, early. And
1: the, funny enough, but Jordan up? and I were really high on Zaven Collins, <clears throat> mm. and when he got drafted, where and he did, we thought it was very. Um, like we thought that he would like, that's where he belonged. Cause a lot of people weren't as high up on him, but yeah, he's scary, incredibly scary. And I would be concerned about that.
0: And if Andrew Thomas doesn't play, he'll be going against Josh Azudu. So I, I'm not, not ideal. very confident. Mm-mm. Um. I got my eye on the entire Giants offensive line. I just mentioned Josh Azudu. Will Glowinski hold on to his starting job, which is probably in jeopardy right now? Not, prob- not probably, definitely. Evan Neal, as you mentioned. Yep. I want to see what Micah McFadden can do as well because I thought he was one of the few Giants that actually played well. On Sunday night, yeah, he missed the play here and there, but everybody had their moments. He's a really good tackling technician. We've always known that. Um... 79.9 tackle grade, according to PFF. And, you know, for those who maybe not, might not like the numbers and want to see more of film, go back and watch the highlights if you can. I mean, they show a couple of his plays in there, and he made some really nice uh, coverage plays against Dallas. He didn't get too many opportunities, but he also had a couple of good tackles, one in the backfield. So I'm still very high on him. I'm still very high on him. I was never big on the Darian Beavers hype train only because coming off the injury, I didn't think he would start And right now. He's on the practice squad still. So maybe he's a guy that could elevate at some point. I hope he does. We still have him, thankfully, but we'll have to see anybody else. I I think we covered all the bases. Honestly, Cardinals don't have many good players on their team.
1: Yeah, I would think so.
0: They do have Kaiser white. Um, yeah. Their, their offensive line is not good. Is not good. Um, so next up, le- let's talk about the injury report. Um, obviously the Cardinals have James Connor dealing with a calf issue. We don't know if Wandell's going to play this week. I would like to see him play. I know he's. London huh? 18. Yeah.
1: That would be interesting.
0: It would be. Um,
1: I would like to see that.
0: Yeah. It's, we really need him. We, really we really need Andrew Thomas. We need Andrew Thomas more than anybody. I'll be straight. But if he doesn't play, we got to figure it out. And Matt hurts hurt, too. So that sucks. Not that he's good, but that was depth. That If, if we have any depth on this roster, he was it. Mm-hmm. Cordell Flott hurt. Uh, Deontay Banks, calf issue. He should play. I wrote him twice for some reason. Graham Gano's hurt. I, I really hope special teams plays better. Not him. I know he'll play better, but I'm talking about guys like Casey Kreider had a couple bad snaps. Jamie Gillen always booms punts. He never tries to down them. He, he did play well on Sunday. He had some booming punts. Remember we were pinned deep in our own territory, Sam? And Gillen just like bunk, punting them back to like the Dallas thirty, punting them like sixty plus yards. I thought that was very Im- Im- impressive. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, he's gotten better.
0: Player of the week. Too. He has.
1: He was um, he was a he was pain in our side in last year for a while.
0: Yes, he was. We did not like him. or I didn't like him uh, at the beginning, um, and now he's growing on me a little bit. I still don't think he's a, a, a great NFL punter, but he's he's not one of the worst. Uh, and now it's about that time uh, to get into our game predictions. Before we get there, I just want to reveal is Darren Waller announced he will play, folks. We're just joining us. He's going to play. Andrew Thomas is in doubt, though. Don't expect him out there. So there's that. Game predictions. I'm nervous to ask you Um I won't be offended if you pick Arizona. I won't. Who do you think?
1: Again, I just, I haven't seen what I've wanted to see yet. And I'd like to think, too, that not picking the Giants will make things better. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, Like, I don't jinx it. Because... I literally, I mean, if you guys watched last week, I literally was just like, this is a winnable game. Like, no problem. Like, I was not worried about it. Even if we did lose, I was anticipating a very good game, and it just didn't happen. And I feel like they need to prove to me that they're going to play the way I think they're going to play, or at least better. Anything could be better than Sunday. That's the thing. Anything's better than Sunday. So I'm going to go Arizona but only because I need to see them actually performing well and actually putting their heart into the game, too. I mean, I was seeing just defeat, just immediate defeat with before the second quarter even started. So I'm going to go Arizona. I'm going to go something very low, probably like 13 to 10. I don't think it's going to be a big blowout of a game. Um, so... Unfortunately, don't come at me for not picking the Giants, but I'm just, just, that's how I'm feeling right now.
0: Fair. It's very fair. I hate to say that, but it's very fair. Um, yeah, I could see it being a 13-10 type of game. You know, Giants and Cardinals run the ball a lot. They they don't try to expose the porous offensive line as much. Cardinals want to protect Josh Dobbs. Um yeah, I, I really don't think this is going to be a great game. This is going to be one of the lesser games of the week, although we've seen miraculous things happen in the past. I have the Giants winning. Final score, 17-13. Uh, I think the Giants only give up one touchdown. Their defense, solid for the most part against Dallas. Um, you know They had their bad moments, but I expect them to improve, get better. I think Kayvon Thibodeau is going to have a better game. I think the Giants are going to win, but only by four points. I don't. Uh, a lot of people think the Giants are going to win by multiple possessions. Um, I, I don't know if they're equipped for that without Andrew Thomas. I'm going into this with the assumption that Andrew Thomas is not playing. I think if Andrew Thomas plays, the Giants could score above 20 points on this Arizona team. But right now, he's not going to play. I hate to say it. He's done. Uh, he he's out this week, and he's probably out on Thursday night football against San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I mean, I my opinion, best case scenario, you have him back week four, and I think that's when he will return. It's not a long term issue, so I think he'll be back week four. Uh, Giants seventeen thirteen. Daniel Jones throws one touchdown pass. Barkley gets a rushing touchdown, and Gano hits a field goal. Seventeen thirteen.
1: I hope you're That's right. Our predictions,
0: folks. Yeah, we have a split down the middle this week. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely been great talking with you all tonight, getting some of the juice out. I, I just, man, uh, I, I want to rip them some more, but I know we're past that at this point. It's, it's so bad.
1: It's time to um, just look forward to Arizona.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Time to move on. Arizona Cardinals on deck, folks. Hope you enjoy some Thursday night football coming up here shortly. Yeah. Sam, any final additional thoughts? I know you're pretty much checked out with this Giants team right now. So,
1: Listen, my, my mood and my feelings toward them can easily be shifted. You know, I just need to see just good football, even if they lose on Sunday. I just want to see the good football that we have been working for all offseason. because we have worked very hard and we have drafted well and we have done free agency well. And I just want to see it pan out for once. I want to see let's reap the benefits of our good choices. So that's what I'm looking for.
0: Absolutely folks. Uh, thank you all for tuning in tonight. Um, I really appreciate it and I would like to remind everybody that next week we will likely be uh, sticking with Wednesdays for a while now due yeah. to schedule due to scheduling. We can't guarantee that every single week, but it's most likely going to be on Wednesdays. On behalf of Sam Cardona, I'm Tom Scavetta. Check us out on all of our social media. Appreciate you all tuning in and without further ado, Let's go big blue.